Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava, and it is Monday, so it's just another good week here. A lot is going on. A pretty slower kind of day for releases, but a lot going on this week. There's a lot of releases coming out. Not so many profitable ones like we had last week. Last week is usually the exception to the rule. Sometimes we get maybe one week per month where things are a little bit better, right? We have a little bit of a better um, opportunity to um, to go after a lot more really profitable shoes. You had that last week. We had the Unions drop. We had a Kobe drop. We had a Off-White. No, no, we didn't have an Off-White drop. We had, the Co- we had the Kobe's, we had the Unions, and there was one other drop that was pretty profitable as well. And if you were able to hit on any of those, you were probably looking at a really nice payday, especially the Unions. So that's more of the exception of the rule. You don't really have that that much, but uh, when it does happen and you are able to hit or maybe even hit a few times that week, it's awesome. It's a great feeling and um, you know, you're sitting pretty with a pretty good amount of money to be made. So that is what happened last week. I ended up getting the unions, which was awesome. And uh, we're just chugging right along into week three of October here. So um, I'm pumped. I love October. I've talked about it before, but fall is my is my favorite time of year just for so many reasons but October really I was I was just talking about this um if somebody my girlfriend's dad had mentioned to me he said I would trade October for like have two Octobers for um either like July or or August and I think that that's kind of true for me I love October it's a little bit colder and rainier here in PA but it's it's just beautiful you have so many leaves changing you have uh really perfect like temperate comfortable weather you have football you have q4 you have you just have so much going on you have halloween which is um just a great time to like i love the halloween feel i love thanksgiving so it's just a great time fall is one of my favorite times of year and it is my favorite time of year but october especially it's the best time of year for me in pa so um it's a great time right now i feel great and um uh, just looking ahead to these releases this week, we don't have nearly the profitability that we had last week. We have some Jordan 12s coming out. We have some, uh, we have another pair of, what do we have coming out this week? Now I'm wondering. I think we have maybe a, uh, a pair of, um, now I can't remember either. So we have a few pairs of shoes really that are coming out that aren't super profitable, not highly profitable shoes. Um, but we'll get right into it and I'll talk a little bit about, uh, really what I'm hoping for and stuff. Um, but as I, I kind of look at what we have coming out this week. So we have a pair of Air Max 97s that are like Halloween theme coming out. And then we have some Jordan 35s, not super profitable. And then a couple Supreme collabs that aren't looking crazy profitable. And then the Jordan 12s and the ISPA Warriors coming out near the end of the week. So pretty decent week. Not, not crazy. You're not going to make a ton of money on these, but, you could make a couple hundred bucks if you play your cards right. You end up hitting on a few of these releases, and you end up selling them at the right time for the right price, right size. You could make a couple hundred bucks. Um, at the very least, I would expect to at least make like 50 to 100 bucks off of this week. And some of the releases near the end of the week may be a little bit more profitable, just depending on stock numbers and stuff. So, um, like I said, really, really kind of a normal week for shoes. But I'm excited. I, I love going after shoes, and it's going to be a great time through the end of the week. I think we have the easy... 350 Naturals coming out on Saturday too. So yeah, just a pretty decent week for shoes. So that's what we have to look forward to for the rest of the week. And um, I was just looking today, I was going through some of the questions that I find in some of these groups that I'm in. And and a lot of the people in there, they ask 
really uh really interesting questions some of them are very specific some of them are just you kind of shake your head at some of them are are questions that really you're wondering okay what's this person's motive for reselling it seems like they're trying to scam somebody or something but some of the questions are really really good and they got me thinking a lot about what kind of questions did i ask when i first started reselling and for me there are lots of things that you encounter on ebay as a new reseller that you don't really think about or that you would never really expect to come across because you've not really you haven't sold on ebay that long and so um i wanted to talk about a few things that are kind of my ebay stayaways i guess you could say and they're things that i try and avoid as a seller on ebay when a buyer reaches out to me and asks me a question and so um, i'm just going to go over a few of those right now because there are a few things that if you're new to it you don't really know um you don't really know what you're getting yourself into sometimes somebody sends you a message and you think okay well yeah i'll just try and be helpful in this situation but sometimes being overly helpful can hurt you depending on what you say and how they use it if they were to file a return against you so um, i'm just going to jump right into it and talk a little bit about it but one of the important things on ebay to always remember is that if you make a sale and somebody hasn't paid for it yet you're not supposed to ship the item it seems trivial but you you see a maybe you have one day shipping on right you're supposed to ship it the next day ebay is not going to ding you for not shipping the item the next day if the person doesn't pay if you don't have immediate payment turned on which i highly encourage you to turn on for all buy it now items but let's say you take an offer or let's say an auction you uh, ends that you add up if you have one of those going and you don't and, and the buyer doesn't have to immediately pay you don't have to ship out the item until they pay and that's important to remember because it's very easy to get caught up in thinking well okay well you know i made a sale ebay's going to get me in trouble they're going to ding me they're going to take my sale away but if the person never pays then you may not get the money anyways but you'd already have shipped out the item and it's important to recognize because they give you the option to ship out the item as soon as the sale is made whether the buyer pays or not you still have the option to print a shipping label and ship it out so that's important because you may wonder well why do i have this option and that's what i wonder too why would they give me the option even if the person ever paid yet do i have to ship this do i am i missing something and i looked through all the rules and the ebay regulations of sellers and i realized that there wasn't anything that said if you haven't if they haven't paid yet you have to ship it so it's just kind of learned and maybe it's somewhere in there in their uh ways to sell or some article that they've written but i just kind of learned that clearly you shouldn't ship something out if they haven't paid for it because they don't have to pay for it they're technically supposed to they sign a contract once they go on ebay and they buy something but it's not really that binding because people flake out all the time so just keep that in mind because uh, if you're a newer reseller you, you may not know you may not realize that people don't pay immediately if you're coming from poshmark or mercari people pay immediately on those platforms it's taken from their checking account or it's taken from their debit card or from their credit card or whatever payment method they have it's taken right from that ebay for whatever reason has decided that it's smarter for them to not let the buyer pay that way they can lose out on the sale and you can lose out on the sale and you know ebay makes less money and you make less money and to them for whatever reason that seems like a better method so i clearly it's not it, it doesn't make any sense but that's the way that they've done it for as long as i can remember and they were supposed to change that with managed payments they had said they were changing that with managed payments and they haven't yet i'm not saying that they won't i'm just saying that they haven't yet and so it's a big letdown of managed payments and it's kind of an indictment of of really you know how antiquated it seems that they are still on some of these 1995 systems they had set up uh they're changing a lot of things and stuff and I, I really do like ebay but it is old in some regards and you would think that they'd figure out a way to charge somebody immediately if they buy an auction or if they 
uh, have a best offer that they take. You, you would think that they would at least figure out a way to charge that, but uh, that's besides the point, I guess. Just don't ship something out if somebody hasn't paid for it. That's that's the really big, that's the biggest takeaway from that. Um, another thing that I see a lot, and I see these questions a lot, and I've gotten this before too. When you are a newer reseller on eBay, let's say you don't have a ton of feedback. Let's say you just made your eBay account. Maybe you have up to like, I don't know, anything under like 50, right? Anything under 50 is considered a newer eBay account to me. Not anything wrong with that. Just saying that there's a lot of people who have been on eBay for a while selling, buying, and it's not really that much to say that you have three, four, five hundred feedback. Now, it's you can easily get that feedback just by selling on eBay. I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm at like 225 and I've been selling on eBay for a little over a year and and maybe like a year and a half on the account that I have now on my personal account. I'd started selling on my dad's account because it had more feedback, but I started selling on my account and I built it up to, to 225, which is pretty decent. You know, like that's, that's something that maybe an older reseller would have. So that, what I'm saying is it doesn't really matter. You can do it. Um, but let's say you don't have that many feedback. You will be targeted by these accounts that are scammers and spammers, and they will basically they'll send you an offer usually full price for your item or above full price which i don't understand how ebay lets that happen because i have tried to do that on some of my own listings from like my dad's account to see if i could offer over full price and it doesn't let you so i'm not really sure how they send that offer through uh my 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 thought is that it's probably something on the back end that they do that either the ebay developers haven't caught yet or just is like a glitch or something like that but um regardless they will send you an offer and if it is for the full price of the item or for over the full price one that's 99 out of 100 times a scammer i have gotten plenty of those offers every time it's been a scammer and they will usually not always but they will usually attach a message to it that says something like hey i would really like to buy this item please contact me at you know whatever at gmail.com or please contact me at and then they'll leave a phone number or or any of these things and Anytime they're asking you to do a transaction off of eBay, unless uh, most of the time it is going to be a scam because you don't have any protection doing a transaction off of eBay. If you are going to do just a PayPal transaction, um, really the the seller protections in PayPal are not as good as eBay. They're better than nothing. But if you do a transaction in PayPal just to avoid the eBay fees, you are going to pay less but what you end up doing is losing your seller protection so if you send something to the buyer and then they do a chargeback then you're screwed because you're not going to get your item and there's no way or nobody going between to prove that the item was never sent out so if you go through ebay then they try and do a chargeback well ebay will say did you ever ship this item you show them the receipt or you send them the tracking number with the delivery confirmation in it which is basically just you know you type in the tracking number and it says okay delivered then eBay sides with you. That's usually how it works. I haven't had any go the other way after it's been delivered and stuff. So it's pretty simple. It's pretty easy to work with eBay. But if you don't have that and you're just doing a PayPal transaction, well, most of the time PayPal is going to side with the buyer because who are you? You're just some random seller. It's not eBay. It's it's you know John or or you know Alyssa or something like whatever your name is. That's you. And you're not this big company that is very reputable. You're just one small seller so they're going to side with the buyer so that they get that buyer's trust and that they continue to buy using paypal so that's how paypal makes their money and um the point of me telling you this is you may be asked to do a transaction off of ebay unless you really 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 trust the person 
I wouldn't do it because that's one usually a scam. They're usually going to do a chargeback and and they'll basically call the credit card company say, hey, this never got to me. The credit card company, even though it's fraud, um, they don't have no way of proving it. So they'll you know cancel the transaction and then you won't get your money. Um, the other thing that could happen is you could be suspended by eBay if they catch you doing that or you just won't have any seller protection which goes back to the chargeback thing. So you don't have protection but the other thing is they will try and get information out of you and so this applies to eBay and Poshmark and Mercari and anywhere where somebody tries to give you their phone number or something. A lot of times if you give somebody your email they'll send you this weird email or they'll try and get you like like the eBay scam is like they'll say okay well I can't pay you in cash once you text them or call or, or email them they'll say but I can pay you in $500 worth of Best Buy gift cards and it's like well they, okay those are probably fake so okay no that's that's no oftentimes too I find that these offers are made from like Singapore which is like weird because a lot of the time I wasn't even selling in Singapore this was before I had the eBay global shipping program on so like why I was getting offers from Singapore didn't really add up in my head, but it was whatever. I just kind of like didn't really understand what was going on with it. You shouldn't be getting offers from Singapore if you don't have global shipping turned on and you're not shipping internationally. So that's a huge tell, number one. Number two, um, if you're getting weird offers in like broken English that are full price and are requesting you to get like give somebody a phone number or something like that's usually a scam as well it's like very easy to tell them but some people they don't recognize some some people um and and i've been i've done this before too where you think okay well this could just be somebody from another country who's trying to make an honest purchase and sometimes sometimes that happens but when they're making a full priced offer that come on that should be a tell nobody's gonna offer you the full price for an item that doesn't make any sense so uh and they do that because they don't have to pay with well they don't have to pay either way so i don't know why they do it but uh, regardless, oh, they make you the full price offer because they don't have to actually pay if you have immediate payment turned on. So um, regardless, don't make those kind of transactions, right? If somebody's saying, hey, I want to give you this uh, amount of money or I want you to, I will send you money and then you send it back to me, that's that that's stupid. Like, Don't do scammy things like that. Even if it sounds like a good deal, it's usually fake. Um, if it's too good to be true, it usually is. And I found that a lot of times with reselling, there are people that are in it to scam you. Just be aware of that. Be, be cautious of it because you don't want to find yourself in one of these weird eBay scams where you end up losing a couple hundred bucks just because somebody wanted to uh, pull one over you on you. So um, that is something else I've noticed. And then the last thing is anything weird that just seems abnormal to you, feel free to investigate it a little bit. But if you don't feel comfortable with it, do not go through with it. I have had... Plenty of buyers message me random things. I put it on my Instagram the other day. Somebody asked me, can this be used for COVID? I'm like, well, I I don't know. Like, how, what are you planning on doing with it? I I mean, you, you could use anything if you wanted to, I guess, but it, it probably wouldn't be proper. Like, I, I don't know. And so I, I blocked that buyer because that was a stupid question. Like, I'm not going to – it wasn't even an item that you would use for – for, it wasn't even like a, an essential item or health related item whatsoever so why they reached out and asked me that I don't know but um, those sorts of things you want to avoid because one that puts a little bit of liability on you if you say yes um, and two you just don't want somebody saying well you know they get the item they say hey this this can't be used for COVID like or this can't be used for whatever the person said it was and so if you're trying to do things like that you know avoid those kind of weird those weird requests from buyers is, is really the, the way to put it because especially like <laughs> like if you get a request for like hey can can I see the shoe on your foot like that I would avoid that like that's just some weird foot person um or if you get requests for 
random like weird like I've gotten requests like hey can you ship this to a new address I, I have the wrong address and like most of the time that person is not it's 50 50 I would say you know you may have somebody that's legitimate but if they're really legitimate make sure that you just cancel a transaction and say hey uh, you're gonna I'm gonna lose my seller protection that way if you would like please cancel this this sale and repurchase it with your new address as the address and I've had that happen before and those buyers are usually very easy to work with the legitimate ones if you feel like you're losing out on sales by doing that well that person wasn't going to pay you anyway probably they were probably just trying to scam you because when you change the shipping address on eBay from what the buyer had bought with if you change that which it gives you the option to do you lose your seller protection so it's very key to avoid these weird requests from buyers because a lot of them aren't in your best interest they're in their best interest and while we should be very buyer centric you don't want to do things that are going to cause you to lose a lot of money from some scammy buyer who's trying to pull one over on you so those are really three things that i would avoid um they're, they're they seem sometimes when i put them that way sometimes they seem very obvious but when you're new and you don't really know you may think this is what ebay is this is this is what happens on ebay i don't know um and that's kind of my impression of it when i first started that was what i had i was wondering is this what everybody does on ebay by does everybody try and get you to do transactions off of paypal or off of ebay with paypal only or or and i kind of threw trial and error and i didn't end up accepting any of those offers because i called ebay a couple times about random things like that but um you know to to have uh the experience and stuff it's it's worth a lot and it does teach you a lot about it so hopefully those sort of things can avoid you from falling into some random trap with ebay or some random scam i i promise you i don't want to scare you about ebay it's it's wonderful it's an amazing platform there's a lot more freedom with it than like a poshmark or a mercari which is how you can it can lend itself to having some more scams in those platforms but uh at the end of the day it has so much traffic on it that you can make a lot of money just based off of the amount of people that will see your item. So uh, I encourage you to go after eBay and, and really attack it. Uh, just do it safely and don't do anything that would seem a little bit suspicious because most of the time that could end up biting you in the end. So that being said, I'm going to go. If you guys happen to get any value from this podcast whatsoever and you just want to go on iTunes and click the five-star review, I'd really appreciate that. That's how other people find this podcast. That's how I'm able to help more people with it. So uh, that would just mean the world to me and that would be a really awesome way to help me out. But um, outside of that, I'm going to get going. If you need anything, you have any questions, just hit me up on Instagram. I'm super active on there. Twitter, not so much, but occasionally I'll tweet something out. So you can follow me on there as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go. So you guys have a good rest of your Monday and I'll get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Peace.